All right, welcome back to episode 81 of the Idols to Rivals podcast. If this is your first time listening, this podcast I host every Wednesday, uploaded Wednesday night, Thursday morning, and uh, again, we do it every Wednesday. It's posted to Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, all of the subscription services or non-subscription services that you can get podcasts at. So pretty much all of the big ones um, as I just listed off. But yeah, used to do live episodes of them. Those should be coming back here pretty soon. As I've said on the podcast before, it was really just a matter of figuring out filming on Zoom. You can't film with a certain amount of people on the free version of Zoom. So it was lagging up the audio and it would, it would freeze and it would end after 40 minutes or so. So Trying to figure out a better method of getting that done, but we should have stuff ironed out pretty shortly here and get um, some other people back here on the podcast because I know those podcasts are a lot better having multiple people and they're a lot more fun and you get different perspectives, bouncing ideas off each other. And that's really what the podcast has always been about is uh, is just sharing ideas, thoughts, and, and getting you know, getting better, evolving. And maybe you hear something that you disagree with. Maybe you hear something that you've never heard before that you, that you love and and taking that with you or taking a different perspective and just, you know, changing, evolving. Even if you, you hear something and it grounds you more in your belief and you're like, okay, I really do strongly believe this. Or if it changes it completely, you know, that's, that's really the whole point of going after, you know, different viewpoints, educating yourself, evolving. And so I think it's something that, should be sought after more, should be talked after more. And, you know, it's okay to, to listen to something and believe even more that you, that you had the right belief at first or absolutely flip the script and say, you know what, I was actually wrong and, and just evolved and adapt. And so that's always what the podcast has been. That's always what it's going to be. So we will have more people on in the coming weeks. So it's been an interesting, interesting week to say the least. Um, been wild. We have a Super Bowl coming up. It is the Bengals Rams. Absolutely crazy that there's another home team advantage, LA in LA, as Tampa was in Tampa Bay last year. I wish Tampa Bay, you know, that was this year because I was going to go over to the game, but uh, I'm glad Tom Brady's out. Tom Brady retired, as we talked about in the last podcast. And so some new faces in the league, you know, after, you know, Peyton, Eli, Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, those are all, you know, the the big quarterbacks that most of us grew up with. And, you know, it's a changing of the guard. Now we have Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and it's wild, you know, growing up, collecting their cards, getting their jerseys. I remember getting a Ben Roethlisberger jersey, a Mike Vick Atlanta jersey, a Ladanian Tomlinson. I know he's not a QB, but there's that whole era of football was, you know, what I grew up in. I think that's always what, you know, those ages of, you know, third grade to whatever it is, you know, high school is really whenever you have your team, you're diehard, you watch all the games. And after that, you know, you still may be a diehard fan for the rest of your life, but it's a little bit different when you're a kid, whenever you're don't have much to do, you, you align yourself with these teams so hard that, you know, when they lose, it ruins your week. I remember when the Colts would lose big games, the 2005 AFC championship to the Steelers is a big one that I'll never forget. It just, it would literally ruin my week. And I would say, you know what, I'm never watching football again. I'm, I'm destined to lose every single game that I watch. And even though we'd go, you know, 14 and two over the season and have amazing games, we'd always lose in the playoffs for some reason. And so I don't know. I think that era of just growing up, at least as a guy that that was, the time that you really relate with you really, you know, unless your team goes off and wins a, bit, a million Super Bowls in your adult life. I think that really that core age when you're growing up where, you know, every player's middle name, you know, where they grew up, you know, what college they went to, you know, how old they are, their, you know, their shoe size, all that stuff where you're just an absolute crazy fan is what really made, at least for me, the NFL stand out above all the other sports. Wasn't a baseball fan ever. 
you know, I'm getting into the NHL more now. Biggest Panthers fan ever confirmed. And basketball, neither here nor there. Don't really know much about the game. Always sucked at it. And it was the same sort of same sort of situation with baseball. So it was always the NFL that was that was my number one that I was always keeping track of. But Super Bowl coming up. I'm excited for it. I believe it's Sunday at I'm not sure what time, but in LA at SoFi Stadium, that gorgeous new, you know, couple billion dollar stadium. And I got to say, I am rooting for the Bengals. I think they have a chance. I know that the Rams are favored, but I want the Bengals to win. I expect the Rams to win. I want the Bengals to win. And, you know, even though I, you know, Joe Burrow, I like Joe Burrow. I always have, even in college, even, you know, beating us in Tuscaloosa, one of my only, you know, couple may have been my only loss going to school there at home, but. Still a great quarterback, even when we demolished him at LSU that twenty nine and zero game when they were at home. I knew I, I knew next year that he was uh, he was a great quarterback. I didn't expect he was going to break every record, but I knew for sure that he was legitimate quarterback. And I'm not surprised he's doing well in the NFL. I uh, so I would like to see him win. You know he he's going to be the he would be the first Heisman Super Bowl and national champion quarterback there ever was. So that would be something exciting. Again, I wish it was an Alabama player, but. I'm really, really not upset either way who wins. I like Matthew Stafford. You know, I think he deserves the Super Bowl. As soon as he gets on a team that isn't the Detroit Lions that go 0-16, he gets to the Super Bowl, plays out of his mind. And so I'm happy it's not Tom Brady. Happy it's not the Steelers. Happy it's not the Chiefs, even though I do like Patrick Mahomes. I think it's time to uh, to get somebody else in there and then, you know, get some, get some quarterbacks to have some confidence and really make it so that the league isn't just dominated by two teams, which I think is what it could have turned into very quickly. If Tom Brady didn't retire, and who knows, he may come back. I hear there's already rumors coming back that he's joking about, you know, lacing the cleats back up less than a week after he announced it. So we'll see about that. But in other football news, and I will only touch on this for a little bit because if you know me or have followed any of my social media, we'll re- <laughs> I've talked about this a million times. Um, met OJ Simpson last, I believe it was Thursday. Yeah, last Thursday. So a day after the podcast was filmed, um, we were just out at a bar. He had been cited at this bar before. And I'll keep this story short because I know everyone that knows me is sick of it, sick of me posting the photos of it, but I think it's fucking cool. So I don't really care. Um, yeah, he had, we were supposed to go out a few weeks ago to, uh, to this bar and he, somebody showed a picture of him walking in. It kind of got popular on Twitter. We saw it and we're like, oh shit, why don't we go out? And, uh, and then of course, you know, me and a couple of buddies were out and I turn around and he walks in I was looking for one of my buddies that was coming in the door and, uh, he walks in, you know, with OJ next to him and I was like, holy shit, it's OJ. And let me just preface it with this piece of shit definitely killed those two people. So let me preface it with that. But my, my, my only reaction was I have to get a photo with OJ. I don't really give a shit about taking photos with celebrities. I used to when I was a kid, but you know, you kind of get over that, or at least I feel like most people do. And so, you know, talking to him for half a second wasn't weird. Like I didn't feel like this was some crazy superstar celebrity. And I guess he really isn't, but the fact that he was in jail for years, killed two people, and he's just walking in on a Thursday to get some beers at a table is is absolutely nuts. So I kind of said what's up to him. I was like, oh, yo, my mom's a, uh, a Bills fan. Can I get a quick photo? He's like, yeah, yeah, sure. And he was wearing a ring. I don't know. I don't think he won a Super Bowl. I Googled it after I met him, but he was wearing a ring with a uh, with a football on it. It looked like an old school, like Super Bowl one, two, three, four, five ring that I've seen. So I don't know where he got that. I don't know what it was. Could have been fake. Could have got it from somebody else knowing OJ. Um, 
And so it was, it was super weird seeing him at, you know, at a local bar that I hang out at. I think he bought a place down here. I was talking to a waitress and she was saying that he was in there, you know, three Thursdays in a row. So um, us being the third time. So I think he got a place down here. I know Dennis Rodman has a place down here. Also not the best guy in the entire world, but I haven't seen him yet. So, and he's pretty hard to miss. I think he's like, what, six, seven, six, eight, six, nine. So crazy story and it's wild but yes i did get a picture of him it, and it was my profile picture for a little bit just because i thought it was absolutely nuts that he's walking around a bar on las olas and you know not much to say about it. he walked in with one other dude it wasn't like a security guard they sat down at a table that was ready for him and that was that so super weird had to mention that and uh I, that now i'll stop talking about it until i change my profile picture back and then brag about it again so and he definitely did it, by the way. I could see it in his eyes. It definitely said, I killed two people just across his eyes. But uh, yeah, other news. Um, I got some footage and there will be it in, it will be in the YouTube video rather. Um, went on a yacht with my buddy Luciano and his family um, all throughout Miami. It was gorgeous past DJ Pauly D who was on another another boat going the other way down the river. And it was, it was super cool. By far the biggest boat I've ever been on. I think it was, um, I couldn't even fucking tell you. It was a 50 footer, you know, a couple stories. It was gorgeous. The uh, master cabin, master suite was, was absolutely nuts. And it was wild just being, you know, climbing upstairs and the sides folded out. We were jumping off the top. It was, it was awesome. The water was freezing cold. I was not expecting that by any means, but going down the river, we went, you know, past Amso, you know, Amso, Miami, Wharf, Miami. And it was, it was cool. It really just made me get a whole different perspective. You know, I've been to South beach, gone down there a couple of times, you know, we went to Wynwood for new year's. So going through the river and really seeing, you know, going through Brickell and around, you know, Biscayne, um, Biscayne key, Biscayne, Island, or key Biscayne and, um, Biscayne Island was, was nuts. It was super cool to see. And the boat was gorgeous. I was talking to the captain and I was asking him, you know, is, does he just charter yachts? Is that what he does? And he goes, no, this is what he puts his money in for fun. Apparently he has five other boats. It was, it was cool. It was a crazy experience. We were on there for about four hours. And if you look up the rates, they're really not that nuts. I, uh, I had seen them before. I know, you know, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, the yachting capitals of the United States, really not that bad. I totally recommend it. You see the city from a whole different view and it was just, it was electric. So we'll definitely be back on that, but it'll be in the YouTube video here. Um, coming up pretty soon. I got some footage. I didn't really want to film, you know, I was around a bunch of bunch of my my friends family members that don't want to pull out the camera and, and be weird about it and just enjoy it but it was it was a lot of fun and I, I recommend recommend doing that if you have you know a couple couple thousand dollars laying around between you know 12 15 people but it was awesome um and yeah so another big thing that was kind of you know unrelated completely to what i was just talking about but been listening to unleash the power within from tony robbins and so it kind of goes hand in hands with courage is calling by ryan holiday which i quoted a bunch of last week at or last week for the podcast and there was something i heard recently and it aligned with what i had been you know studying what i've been hearing and it was you know people mistake highs for happiness and I heard that and, you know, it has a good ring to it. You know, it would look good on a T-shirt or a dad hat, but really thinking about it and they went a little bit more into depth, but it was really, you know, that, that just core sentence just kind of hit me pretty hard. I was like, okay, you know, they talk about, you know, literally you can mistake, you know, being high, you know, if you're smoking or drinking or, you know, whatever it may be, you know, highs or, you know, they were talking about lust and all the, all these other things, these little tiny pleasures, eating, you know, overeating, uh, watching Netflix for, for 
15 hours a day, like things like that. It doesn't have to be only, you know, drugs, alcohol, you know, cigarettes, whatever it may be. Um, it could be overeating. It could be, you know, over laziness. It could be, you know, just, just not doing what you know you should be doing. And so mistaking those highs for happiness, those, those tiny little, little just jolts of dopamine instead of pure unadulterated joy and knowing that, you know, you're doing your best, things are great and you're fulfilled and fulfillment is a thing that, you know, I always thought was corny as shit. I didn't really like it. I didn't like the idea of like, Oh, find your purpose. And you know, you will never be happy. You'll never have a bad day. You know, the sun will always be shining. I always thought that was bullshit. I always would skip those chapters or not listen to that part of the speech or whatever it may be just with all the the things I read and, and listen to. But I think that that is a big thing. I think a lot of people do what I do. A lot of people, at least my age demographic, people that are in my position do that. You know, it's all about, you know, making the big move or, you know, opposite playing it safe. But really what it's about is, is that, that moment uh, or that at the end of the day, when you're lying in bed going, you know, that was awesome. You know, whenever you have those nights, you have those nights out that are crazy. They're fun. They're great. You know, everything's great at the moment. You know, it could be you're out drinking. It could be you're out, you know. Uh, wakeboarding, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, you know, you're, you're happy for, for that night. And then you wake up the next day, you're miserable again. You're like, fuck, like, I, I don't really care. And then, you know, those days where you, where you've been your happiest, where you wake up, you know, you go on a ski trip or you go, you know, you go see a friend you haven't seen in a while. You, you know, the next week you're like, it doesn't matter. Nothing can stop. You get a flat tire. You could, you know, you'd have a bad day at work. You really don't give a shit. Cause you're just elated from the things that happened prior. And so I think that that's the difference that I really kind of, you know, scoffed at that I really give a shit about was, you know, pleasure, just being happy versus or pleasure and, and just, you know, dopamine kicks as opposed to, you know, happiness and fulfillment and riding that wave of, you know, I helped somebody out or I made somebody's day or something along those lines. It's a perspective change. And we talk about perspective every episode, all fucking two years I've done this. I bring a perspective every time and it's just trying to drill it into my own brain at this point. But that perspective change of just like a quick little you know, hit of just like, oh yeah, this is fun. Oh yeah, this is great. As opposed to lasting, you know, you wake up and you're like, damn, we did good yesterday. Or, you know, that trip was amazing. Or I made my friend happy. Or I made this stranger happy. I smiled at a stranger and it made their day. Or, you know, when those moments like where somebody comes up to you or you do something and someone just overly thanks you, like to the point where you're like, you're like, listen, I didn't even do that much shit. Like, I really, I appreciate it, but I don't know why, like, I don't know why you're, you're so ecstatic about this because you don't know if they had a shitty day. You don't know if, you know, things are falling apart in their lives and they just, you know, we've all had those moments they are few and far between, but those moments of just like, where someone's like, thank you so much. And you hear it in their voice where it's just like, you know, thank you for whatever you did. Big, small, it doesn't matter. And you're just like, holy shit. Like it, it sticks with you. You know, you think about it a week later where you're like, man, like, they were really appreciative. Like, and you feel good. Maybe you're not like bragging about it to your friends. You know, it's a very internal thing for most people, but it's that, that switch of just like rather that than, you know, something that's just completely centered around yourself or what you think is going to make you happy. It's things like that where you, you know, you hold the door open again, you miss a compliment, a smile, and you know, when it, when it makes an impact on somebody, you know, when it changes someone's whole day. And those are the things that stick with you. Those, that's the fulfillment. That's the. That's the, and I don't want to say it aligns with your purpose because again, it could just be something totally on accident to something totally random, but yet, you know, 
those are the things that really last with you. You don't remember that crazy night out that you were, you know, that you, you had a little bit of fun, but then you're like, oh, well, the weekend was all right. You know, when you go back to work, you're like, you had an absolute raging weekend. Every night, every day was a blast. It was great. And then you go, I'm, you go, it's Monday and you're like, yeah, weekend was all right. You forget about it by Wednesday. And I'm not saying, you know, don't go out, don't, don't have fun. That's not at all what I'm saying. I'm saying is majority, majority of the time when, when you're looking for that fulfillment and it can in, involve that, you know, taking a, you know, a friend out to dinner or throwing a surprise birthday party or whatever. It can, it can involve all of that. It can involve all the things that you like, but it's that fulfillment uh, that, that keeps that perpetual happiness, not the pleasure, not the dopamine. It's that happiness. And a lot of people attest it to, you know, helping, you know, helping others. And that's something I'm doing a lot of research on right now is, is getting my own opinion on that. I think it leans more towards, you know, you're only really going to be truly fulfilled if you're helping others. And I'm not saying in the fact of, you know, oh, you, you know, you work at Goodwill every, every week, eight hours a day. Like, that's not what I mean. I think that people can go off the Richter scale and it can push people away from, you know, the helping people dichotomy. I think deep down that as of right now, again, this is, you know, couple hours into reading on it and thinking about it for myself and just wondering, you know, getting a little bit more fulfillment for me is, you know, kind of getting to that root cause of like, what do you like to do? I'm trying to figure out what I want to do in this life as a lot of other people that are 24 are too, or 18 or 16 or, or 37, you know, going, what, what makes me happy? Like as a human, it's kind of wild that our only, our only goal in life is, is happiness. And yet, you know, a majority of us look in the mirror and go, I don't know what fucking makes me happy. Yeah. I like to drink a beer. Okay. I like to work out. All right. I like to paint, but you're like, okay, well, maybe I don't want to do that my whole life. What if I want to, it's wild that the one thing that we chase or the one thing that we were all craving is something that most of us don't know where to find. And so it's, it's going back to the root. It's going back to, okay, well, you know, I like putting a smile on people's face. I like cracking jokes. Okay. Well, you know, I like, you know, same thing. I like throwing birthday parties or I like inviting people down to come visit and just showing them a good time, focusing on them. I like bringing people to parties, introducing people. I like bringing people together. And so for me thinking about this, it's like, what is that root cause? What is the reason I like all these things? What's the common denominator? And for me, what I wrote down and what I'm thinking just straight off the cuff is, you know, helping people enjoy life. I think honestly, that's what I enjoy. You know, that's why I'm going to this promoting stuff. I like helping people out. I, you know, I like doing it in college. I like inviting people to fraternity parties, introducing them to people they don't know. That was what made, that's what like, yes, the partying was, was fun and all that, but it was cool seeing, you know, two people that I haven't met or somebody that doesn't know anybody come out, meet a bunch of people, have a time of their lives. And then seeing, you know, there's nothing cooler than seeing your friends become friends with each other. And when you're not there, like when you hear people and they hang out without you and, uh, you know, obviously not the backstabbing kind and all that shit, but, but like whenever you hear that, that you have two buddies, they're, they're really close to and they're hanging out now without you. Like that is a cool feeling. Or you bring somebody, you know, that was the best night of my life. That was so much fun. That's from out of town like that shit. And so that's kind of what I've, I've come to. Again, this is a couple hours into what I'm thinking, but that's what I'm going to play it out. You know, life's an experiment. So. I'm going to try. I think that's, that's the route I'm going. That's what I, that's the based root of what I think is what's going to help me be fulfilled at the moment. And it could change. I could be completely wrong, but I think just through all the common denominators, I think that that is what 
is what I'm going for through everything I do. You know, I like sales. I'm pretty good at sales. That, you know, helping people with the whole jewelry thing that, that I'm working on, that I'm, that I'm working towards, you know, that's that feeling. I love watches. I love, you know, I love nice things. And so being able to provide that for someone, I think, you know, kind of a stretch. This is where, you know, my theory kind of stretches out a little bit, trying to make it, <laughs> trying to make it work between the lines. But, you know, there is that sense of that. Like, it would be so awesome to, to get somebody, you know, I want this watch that you give, you get somebody a watch or a nice diamond or a chain. And then, you know, they're elated. They work so hard. They closed a big deal and this is their symbol of success. Or you work so hard and this is, I've made it. Or, you know, I've been chasing this piece down forever. I think that that, you know, it's helping people enjoy life. And that's mine. Yours can be completely different. Yours could be, I want to save, you know, I want to save the rainforest for generations to come. Or, you know, I want to be a politician, even though all of them are fucking snakes. And you want to, you know, write legislature that makes people's lives easier. It's whatever it is to you. But that's the that's the lens I'm going through. Again, for the longest time I fought it, I was like, you know what? You know, helping people, rah, rah, great. You know, I love I love helping people. I love making people laugh. I love cracking jokes. But this whole like, oh my God, everybody above me, that was my mentality for a while. It was just kind of to look at that and be like, you know what, that's some 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 bullshit. That's just, you know, lovey dovey, whatever. But the more I think about it, the more I grow, the more I'm like, you know what? When have you been your happiest? When you look at somebody else smiling, when you look at somebody else enjoying life. You know, when you give somebody an awesome gift and, and it just makes their day like for Christmas or a birthday and they're like pumped about it. Do you not get more pumped than when you get shit yourself? Do you not get more excited whenever you're like, yes, I absolutely killed that. They're ecstatic. Then whenever somebody gives you something, whether it be an experience, a gift, whatever it is. So that's just something to think about. That's that's where I am on on my uh, my journey to figure out what the fuck's going on in life and uh, still have no idea, but maybe we're a step closer. And uh, something to think about. But I appreciate everybody for listening. I hope you guys are having a great week. Get after it. We're full steam ahead. 2022. Going to crush it. Just go for it. Fuck them. And their opinions. See you guys next week. Peace.